0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rap and Wrestle podcast. You know me, I'm Derek Gamble. You can follow us at Rap and Wrestle on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Check us out on iTunes, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Today, very special day. We got the Windy City Kid, TJ Crawford. What's going on, man? It's been a while since we talked. How you doing, bro?
1: It has been a while, man. I'm I'm doing pretty well.
0: I'm doing pretty well. That's good, man. I see you've um you've been like everywhere since <laughs> the last time we talked, man. Um, you even the the most prominent thing though. I'm gonna start off with since the last time we talked. Now you got blonde hair. How did blonde hair happen, man? I
1: do. I do have blonde hair. Uh, <laughs> you know what, it was something that I always kind of like, like always kind of wanted to do. And mm-hmm. once lockdown started, I figured that was my my opportunity to just be like, you know what. I'm not gonna be out in public for a while so let yeah. me try it out and see and see how it looks i actually did um i did like a gray like a grayish like silver type before i did the, the blonde to see what that looked like and it was cool but i think the blonde and like or like the bleached hair kind of fit me a little bit better so i'm sticking with it for now
0: i like you man i like you, man
1: um also during that
0: time um another change is i saw you were uh you were, like, working out constantly, and I saw uh, you got into really great shape. I already thought you were in good shape. Now you got into uh, better shape. What was, like, um, what was, like, your fitness routine, like, during the whole
1: quarantine? Um, so once everything kind of shut down, um, obviously across the whole world, uh, I work at a gym. So obviously gyms are shut down. Um, no gym access anywhere. So I went back home to Chicago, and I had access to a private gym there. Uh, so I was able to kind of stay on top of my workouts and, and can do a little bit more than, than most people could at the time. Um, so I was very fortunate to have that, that, uh, that gym that I was able to go to and kind of keep myself in shape, but it was hard while I was back home uh, in Chicago because mama Crawford, she likes to, oh, to cook a lot. Yeah. So it was definitely hard while I was out there, but, uh, but I you know once I, once I got back to Jersey and I kind of got back on my meal plan and, uh, started doing the the outdoor workouts, especially during the heat wave. Like, I was outside constantly just like, just getting as much sun and as much like, so I can sweat as much as possible. And uh, yeah, I mean, my workouts really didn't change. They just kind of, I had to kind of adjust them just based off the uh, scenery, I guess, that I was in. Yeah, 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 yeah. and um, you
0: know, I feel like, like I started working out during that time as well. and I feel like the outdoor workouts—they uh, give me more energy than being inside. Even though you think like, oh, it's hot, the sun is hitting you.
1: It's the sun, man. It gives you that energy. That's yeah. it. Will give you more energy than you than you think. Everyone thinks it'll it'll drain you throughout the rest of the day, but mm-hmm. for that time being, while you're out there working out, I think it's like the best. I think it's I think it's the better than working out in a gym. So.
0: Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, what were you eating when you back in Chicago, man? You know, Chicago is. is that's some good food down there.
1: What, you, what were you eating that time? I mean, you know, we were ordering ordering from my my cousin's uh, my cousin's bar. We were ordering food from him. So He has like these roasted Brussels sprouts with like cheese and bacon on them. Those are probably the best. Uh, but man, I come from I'm Ital- I come from an Italian family. So My mom's mm-hmm. constantly making sausage with the with the red sauce, and my mom making pasta, all kinds of garlic bread, different kinds of uh, raviolis. All this like. Everything that's like bad for me is what my mom was making. But I was able to like kind of okay, well I work out really, really hard at the gym so I can afford to eat the bad food that my mom's making, but like Yeah. It's just I had I can't I can't say no to mom's to, to mom's <laughs> cooking. I can't say no. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. I, think, I think you're making everybody jealous, man. It was like you were eating good and you
0: got in better shape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's just carbs to pop buff- like puff up the muscles a little bit. Now nah, I hear you. I hear you on that. Now for you, since um, since the last time we talked, with kind of like
0: everything that's been going on, have the goals changed for you? Like, ha- or do you still have that the same goals, or have they adjusted? Have they changed?
1: Like, what are those goals for you now? I mean, the goal always stays the same because the goal is to become. The biggest star in the world and become the best wrestler you possibly could be and get the most recognition and get a contract somewhere and be featured prominently on tv so you know, that's always the goal but I think uh before quarantine happened I was kind of not like complacent with where I was at but I knew that I had a lot of really cool stuff lined up so there was no like the only motivation was just like, okay, well, I have this really cool stuff coming up, but it's already locked in. So like, I don't really need to work towards those because they're already there. Um, once quarantine started, my mindset kind of changed and it was like, okay, I'm not going to have these opportunities when I come back because one, there's going to be very limited spots when shows do start running, running again. And, and two, all these, these matches and all these cool opportunities are gone. And I can't, I can't get those back and I have to rework myself to get, to get back to that point. Um, you know, but one thing that really kind of changed my mindset on wrestling, something that really, uh, helped me kind of rethink everything, um, was Corey Gray's podcast with, um, with John Cena. Uh, like growing up, like John Cena was one of the guys, he was obviously the top guy when I was, when I was watching wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so like hearing his perspective and everything and hearing how he you know, puts matches together or how he, he f- feeds off a crowd or how he reacts to certain things was really eye-opening to me. And I kind of took that to, okay, I thought I knew all this stuff. Let's throw that all out the window and now let's kind of go from here and see where and see how far we can go. And I think I've, I think I've done a pretty good job since, since yeah. everything's been coming back.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. You could definitely see the transformation. Um, you've always had the talent for sure. Um, is there any place
1: specifically that you're eyeing or are you just like, hey, I'm just taking all opportunities as they come? I mean, so like, I would love to get back at Beyond Wrestling um, in the future. You know, I got to do the Please Come Back show back in uh, January. Um, so whenever the, that opportunity uh, comes about, I would definitely love to get back to, G- to um, Beyond. Um, I would love to work for companies like GCW, Obviously, um, you know freelance wrestling, AAW, Warrior Wrestling out in Chicago. Like, I've never wrestled back in my home in my hometown, so yeah. I'd love for the opportunity to, to to get out there and work. So that's kind of the main goal right now is to get is getting myself out in Chicago and, and branching out into that uh, market.
0: Yeah, and um, you talked about beyond um, there. You first you uh, went against uh, Chris Statlander. That was a really good match, you know, for uh, definitely being an intergender match. Um, we're fighting uh, Chris Statlander. How do you feel about intergender wrestling and how do you think that match
1: went? I thought the match went, went really, really well. Um, you know, me and Kristen, that was the first time we ever got to wrestle each other. Um, yeah. We've never done like a drill, we've never done any kind of drills together um because for those who don't know me and chris datlander come from she's come from the creative pro new uh new york school and i come from the creative pro new jersey school so we do have that that link in that way um but we've never done anything together like i said we've never done a drill together we've never wrestled each other in like a tag team match or practice match anything like that so that was the first time that uh that we got to wrestle each other which was really really cool especially being in front of the beyond crowd because it's basically like rest like the reaction she gets when she comes out is like, it's absolutely insane. And I've only seen it in videos. And when I was finally standing in the ring watching her make her entrance and looking at, looking around and seeing how like crazy this crowd goes for her. Like, I know, I was like, this match is gonna be awesome already because these fans already love, they love Kristen. Yeah. They love Kristen. So this match, no matter, this match could be absolutely terrible, but these fans will probably love it because they got one of they have their favorite wrestler in it. Um, yeah. But as far as, like, intergender wrestling as a whole, like, as, to me, as long as it makes sense, yeah. then by all, by all means, like, I the only thing I'm not a fan of is, like, when it's somebody who's, like, 6'4", 250 pounds wrestling a girl who's, like, 5'3", five, five, 120 yeah. pounds, you know, that's the only time I think that, because there does need to be that, that sense of realism still in it, mm-hmm. and I think, that scenario is what takes it out of it. But there are also ways you can work around that size difference. And, like, I commend people who are able to do that and and make it look like a believable wrestling match. Yeah, no, definitely.
0: And um, that match you guys put on, it was definitely believable. And um, I thought it was amazing.
1: And um, just like you said. Christian's bigger than I am, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw she had you she she like put you up in like the, the tombstone
1: position. Yeah, like easy. I was like, oh man no like she picked me up no problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And I saw um like they were cheering for a hard card and you even got booed, man, as soon as they introduced you. <laughs> I was like,
1: you know what? If, like if they're gonna to me, as long as I'm getting a reaction, yeah, you're totally fine by me. You could boo me, you could cheer me, like as long as you're reacting to what I'm doing, then I'm doing my job. Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: you know, someone else that you, you have a history with that you, uh, you always put on great matches with when you get in the ring with him, uh, Anthony Bowens. Um, I, talked, I talked to him this week, actually. And, um, you know, for him, he was saying, you know, he, he feels like everybody has that one person that they could just have a great match no matter what. And he said he felt you were that person for him. Um, you guys had a 30-minute draw uh, when you guys fought the last time Bowens Crawford, too. Um, how is it just being in the ring with Anthony? And um, what is your uh, respect level that you've you
1: gained from throughout these years working with him? I mean, like you said, like even he said it, everybody has that one person who they kind of – who they can have a g- great match with no matter what or somebody they just have incredible chemistry with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely think me and Anthony have that. Uh, I think me and Anthony have incredible chemistry and we have, we can almost talk to each other without talking to each other. Like we can just kind of give each other a look and we know what's, what's coming next, which is really cool. And I've never, you know, I've never experienced that with somebody like in in wrestling and I got to, and that's really cool that I got to share with him. Um, His, his mom grew up with my dad and my uncles, um, you know, when they were kids. So when I uh, first got it, first starting to join wrestling and first started looking to training, uh, my cousin Phil was like, Hey, I have this friend who his mom grew up with, with our, with our dads. And uh, he trains at the school that you are thinking about going to, let me get you in contact with him." And uh, I still, I still have the old Facebook messages, like me and him talking. He's telling me, you know, be prepared. This is hard work. If you know, if you're not ready for it, don't come into it. Be like, come into it with a, like, with a mindset of this is gonna be my life going forward. Yeah. And from day from day one until now, uh, Anthony helped me. He as he has helped me, and he continues to help me, in like more than I could have ever even asked him to. You know, he he didn't really have to to look over me, and he didn't have to put the time in to to help me get any better. You know he was already when I got in. He was already established as one of the top guys. You know he didn't need to to help me get to that level. And last year we thought we had a great match, um, but this year I think was the moment that everybody realized like I'm not I'm not just like the guy who was in the Beach Bums. Like this I'm I'm here. Yeah. Not, I'm not I'm not taking a back seat to anybody. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over everybody and make and make this this place mine. And I couldn't do that if it wasn't for Anthony Bowens being so like generous and giving and wanting to help me uh, get to that point. So Anthony Bowens on Twitter I say that I hate him but <laughs> in real life man like that dude's like that dude's my best friend. Yeah. Dude, yeah.
0: Yeah, he told. That's what he told me to let you know that he hates you as well. <laughs> that, that was the message he wanted me to pass along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, I hate him, but personally, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nah, you guys. Every time you guys get in the ring together, it's always amazing. Um, uh, WrestlePro has actually been doing a lot of uh, big things as well. Like they're they're branching out to Alaska. Uh, you know. Uh, when I first heard it, I was like, Alaska? Like, of all places? But, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because I haven't heard anybody else try to go to Alaska. Um, how, has, how has that experience been for you? Have you gotten to go to the uh, the Alaska shows?
1: Yes, I actually, I got to go uh, last December. And how, how was and, that experience for you? It's Alaska, man, it's a whole different, like, it's a whole different world. It's like, I don't even, I'm convinced it's not even part of America, man. <laughs> it's, right. it's like, it's... It's crazy town over there but like it was really cool because i got to you know obviously hang out with somebody like anthony bowens and you know matt mcintosh and bobby wayward and dan moff and donovan and kevin and all those like lsg like yeah. i've always hung out with them you know at shows but this is the first time i got to like actually hang out with them like kind of outside of wrestling true it's really cool because then you get to know you get to know people a lot more and you form, form closer friendships like i think me and lsg became so much closer after that trip just because we spent so much time with with each other um mm-hmm. and wrestling over there like i know last time when they just went over this time they didn't uh get to perform in the sullivan arena like they did like we we have been but sullivan arena like it's a huge like eight thousand seat arena mm-hmm. and i think we had i think when i went we had like a little over a thousand people there which like mm-hmm. looks really really small a small crowd when it's in a big arena like that yeah but they were so lively and they were just, like it, it felt like there were 8000 people there because they were so energetic and they hated me over there so the boos were <laughs> ringing, ringing throughout the the stadium so but it was really really cool and like i really hope i get another opportunity to go go back over there
0: yeah that's that's pretty cool to be able to do something like that um you know i'm a, a, since since you're from chicago and i know you uh you guys eat good food what were you eating while you were in
1: alaska they have everything everything's pretty like the same there is everything like I would, I would it's just nor, like normal food i was hoping there'd be like something really really cool but there was a i think it's called the red line cafe or something something red something cafe it's like right by our hotel so like me mcintosh bowen's lsg like we all went there one morning to get like we went to work out we went there and got like bagels and you know, like all different kinds of breakfast and French toast and sausage. And we we're having a big feast before the, before the show. And we we're having such a good time that we actually ended up being late.
0: Oh man. We were late
1: to the show. We got, we got, we got yelled at pretty, pretty bad for that. Cause we were, uh, we weren't super, super late, but we were, we were still late. And you know, oh, <laughs> we were just we were enjoying ourselves, man. Yeah. Nah. Hey, I hear you on that.
0: <laughs> um, you know, you guys, uh, you also got the, uh, the dream 16 coming up as well with our uh, Pro um could you just uh I know 16 wrestlers two nights um I know Vinny Pacifico's in it LSG Wayward um yourself uh, a lot of great talent in this um can you just explain like what the whole thing is about and what's going to make you come out on top over everyone else
1: I mean so last year uh I, I had the chance of being the dream 16 and uh my original opponent Brad Hollister which I don't even know if it was announced that we were supposed to wrestle with I'm going to say it anyway, because it's been a year. Who cares? Um, I was originally supposed to wrestle Brad Hollister, um, who's in the tournament again this year. Um, obviously, he couldn't compete last year. He, I think he, he tore something in his knee. I don't know exactly what, so I'm not going to guess. Um, and then I got – so my, his replacement was Alex Reynolds. Yeah. And I got a chance to wrestle Alex for the first time, which is really cool. Alex has been all over the world. PWG is on TV now. So, like, getting to wrestle him was really, really cool but I was gone in the first round, and ever since then, I made it my goal to enter it again this year, and I'm going to win it this year, yeah. I plan on winning it this year, I'm coming off hot, off the match with Bowens, so I have all the momentum going into it, Yeah, simple that.
0: Nah, yeah, definitely, I, I hear you on that, um. For you, um, I know you. Um, you know, for me, when I first saw you it was, it was Russell Pro, and uh, you know, I know that's where you did a lot of work at. Um, but I've seen you been uh, kind of like just expanding all over. You've been a lot of places: uh, CZW, uh, Synergy. I know you. You've been everywhere. Um, if people want to see you, like, what are those places that? Where Where do you wrestle at? Where Where's everywhere you've been at lately?
1: Lately, uh, obviously, with the everything going on right now, and shows kind of slowly coming back and. And, uh, and stuff like that. The main spots that I'm at right now are obviously Russell Pro, uh, my home promotion, um, Synergy, where I'm the cruiserweight uh, crown, king, champion, whichever you want to say, uh, and Violence and Suffering. Uh, so I was at VXS um, for their last show in, in August, and I'm going to be at their next one uh, October 4th against Eli Everfly and Smiley. So I'm really looking forward to that one. So those are the three main places you can catch like that people can catch me at right now. But let's hope and pray that it's more, more spots coming up soon.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Um and one of the places um is uh Synergy, uh which is on September 3rd. Um it's their third birthday. Um first, uh how is it like being a part of Synergy, knowing just seeing uh kind of like what Colin like how he's what he's started with now? you know, he's three years in, you know, around here, there's a lot of guys who start wrestling companies and then they just go away like that. But for him, like he, uh, I always think Colin has a lot of creative and great ideas. And I think that's kind of like part of the reason that's helped him survive this long, but how's it to know like, Hey, I'm a part of this young company helping them, you know, progress throughout the years.
1: First off, you talk about Colin having creative ideas. That dude texts me like all day with, with, with crazy ideas. (laughs) I feel like I should (laughs) talk him down out of some of them. Like, No, we can't do this. We gotta go for something else. Um, But no, man. Like, I got an opportunity at Synergy back in November of 2018. Um, Magic had gotten hurt, and he was supposed to wrestle Matt McIntosh. And Colin shot me a text. Hey, I have a spot open for you. Come, come, prove that you should be part of this roster.
0: Yeah.
1: No problem. I come after the show. The show ends. Me and him are talking. He's like, "Okay, you you've earned a spot." Let's let's see where we go from here. And uh, like from where it was at when I when I first started wrestling there to where it's at now, like it's absolutely insane the amount of like hype that Synergy has built around itself. You know, getting the the, the live streams on Fight. You know, I think then like the like the crowds that we've been we've been drawing, especially uh, I guess post quarantine. Like, these past couple shows that we've been running, man, like, we've been we've been selling the place out or, like, packing the chairs pretty pretty heavily. And, like, I think Synergy only can only go one place from here, and that's just up. Like, the place is sky's the limit. Colin has incredible mind, and Colin is just such a good person that he just wants everybody to succeed. And because he wants everybody else to succeed, he's succeeding at running a professional wrestling company. So, Colin, again, it's another one of my boys. So, Colin's my, Colin's my dude. And, yeah, man, Synergy's, if you haven't checked out Synergy yet, like, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, what you guys are doing if you're not checking Synergy out. Like, not even just for me, but there's so many talented guys on the shows. So, you got, yeah, like, next year we got Jordan Oliver and Ace Austin. You got Tony Deppin and Brandon Kirk. And you got uh, Utah versus Matt McIntosh. Like, just Please, if you're listening to this, please check Synergy out. We are doing good shit. Yeah, facts. <laughs> definitely.
0: And that's September 26th. I want to mix, mix up September 3rd with uh, the third-year party. Uh, yeah, so September uh, 26th, though, definitely uh, put on a great show. Um, Colin, uh, Colin is, he's probably legit one of the smartest people I've met in wrestling. Um, as, as far as they go to facts – he, he legit, if you tell him about anybody like on the indie scenes and he'll tell you, oh, well, did you know that this person used to be this person and did this? And that? Oh, like, yeah. How do he knows everything. <laughs> he knows everything. It's, it's crazy. Um, for you, you, like you said, you are the uh, you have the Cruiserweight crown there. Um, you're defending against uh, Charles Mason. Um, how has that been? I kind of like the idea. I thought that was another creative thing, having the uh, Cruiserweight
1: crown. Instead of like an actual belt, uh, mm-hmm. are you enjoying that? I mean, I got the crown, don't I? <laughs> I'm doing right? pretty, pretty well, uh, but no. In no all seriousness, man, like it's been really cool that uh, that Synergy and Colin trusted me to to be the first the first holder of the crown, um, yeah. be the guy to kind of establish a division and uh, and get people to be like, okay, we've got this. We've got the Synergy like heavyweight title and now we got this cruiserweight championship. What are we gonna you know, what's what's that division gonna be like? And I think so far we've set a pretty good tone for like, okay, like this is the talent you're gonna get in the in the, these cruiserweight matches. And uh, you know, like Ellis Taylor, I think, is somebody who like needs to be showcased more. Dude's like dudes a great talent who can who can go and he's got you know, he doesn't have that much experience, so he just needs to, to just have like more experience under his belt. But like, I think he's, he's on his way to doing great things. Um, Casey, who cares about her, uh, the whisper, uh, not getting being able to wrestle the whisper sucked. Um, but being able to watch the whisper beat up Casey was really, really cool. Um, and then obviously Charles Mason, uh, who I'm wrestling on Saturday is some, is I've done multi-man matches with him. Um uh, this will be the first time we're, we're meeting one-on-one and, uh, Both me and me and Charles are probably equally hated right now at Synergy. So um, I'm very, uh, I'm very curious to see how how the crowd's going to react if they're going to cheer one of us or if we're just going to get booed throughout the entire match. But uh, yeah, man, I think me and me and me and Charles are going to surprise some people. I think we're gonna we're gonna steal steal the show on a card that's that's absolutely stacked. Yeah,
0: man, I can definitely I can definitely see that happening for sure. And I got to shout out, Casey, man. She's a Dallas
1: Mavericks fan, so I, that, that's the homie, man. I can't, I can I can't talk bad about her. I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking Casey being a Dallas Mavericks fan. Like <laughs> I like the Mavericks, but Casey does <laughs> not prefer to be in my division. So,
0: <laughs> nah, on nah. that. Um, you know, also you did, uh, you did some work. Uh, we were talking about you doing work before in Impact when you're part of the Beach Bums, and uh, you also uh, did some work against uh, Josh Alexander as well um how was it kind of like uh, going back to impact again and um just uh this experience this time taking all jobs alexander
1: it was different because the colors changed you know when the beach was yeah. doing it it was blue so it fit yeah. bums. and then we got the got to this time everything turned red which fit with the windy city kid and everything i had going on so it was really cool yeah. um no, but the the day the day of um so i was planning on going to the tapings um just to kind of help out, you know, they were, Russell Pro was, was helping out with the ring, and we had some guys in the back doing, uh, helping out with production stuff, and, and stuff like that, um, and I got a text the, the morning of that says, hey, make sure you're ready, because you're going to wrestle Josh tonight, yeah. and I was like, it's like six in the morning when I got this text, so I'm like, oh shit, I gotta like, now I gotta go about, Getting myself ready because I was just prepared to just kind of go and and just help out wherever was needed. I wasn't prepared to wrestle, so I had to get yeah. myself like ready, get my gear bag ready, and and <laughs> shoot myself over to to Melrose. And uh, so I got so I got there, and Kevin Matthews was like, "All right, go talk to Pete Williams. He's your he's uh like help like getting all the matches together, and he's one of your agents." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Pete Williams, like." Petey Williams, Petey Williams, like that's growing up at like being a TNA fan. He was like my favorite, my favorite wrestler. Yeah. So when Kevin was like, go talk to Petey Williams, I'm like, "Uh, like, are you you sure? Like, okay. okay." I walk up to Petey, I I introduced myself. Super, super nice guy. Um, You know, gave me kind of the the outline for what they wanted in the match. Uh, Then I met Josh. Josh was really cool. Another another person who's like who's very giving and just and wanted to 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 help help me kind of showcase myself on that platform um, because he told me a story about when he was doing uh, an explosion match. I believe it was a killer cross, but I could be wrong on that one. when um, he said when he was doing his explosion match that you know he wasn't really allowed to get any kind of offense, in. it was just get your ass beat the entire time <laughs> yeah uh so when he me and him we talk, talking we're talking over the match and what we're gonna do you know i'm in my i'm just kind of telling him like hey man like if you, whatever you want to do throw me around like this i'm just i'm just here to to like to make to not make you look good but like i'm here to like <laughs> for just so you have a body to throw around he's yeah. like no man like this is he's like i know what it's like to be in your shoes like i want you to go out there and like you can fucking tear the house down i'm like all right cool and we had the match and like it was i thought it went very very well and we got to the back and josh was very happy with it and everybody upstairs um was very happy with it you know a couple like small things here and there from like i got some feedback from tommy dreamer and uh ethan page who was obviously josh's tag partner yeah. Um, but man, like, the reception that I got in the back from everybody was really, really cool after, and I know that I popped Petey Williams huge, because I did one of his moves during the match it was with the, like, swing through the ropes arm drag thing, yeah. Yeah. that I seen him do, and I was like, I'm gonna do that, knowing he's watching, to see if he either gets mad, or flatter that uh, I'm, like, using one of his things, and he yeah. was very, like, I heard that, right, like, as I did it, he, like, he popped huge for it and he, he loved it. So it was really, really cool, man. It was a really cool experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's 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 cool, man. And how does that feel that to just know like, you know, Russell Pro working with Impact and then they just like, you know, they trust you to be like, hey, the morning of, hey, you're going to work
1: tonight. We need you to get in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what you want, man. Like that's especially out of the school that you train with, like yeah. you want that that you want them to have that confidence in you that they can, they can throw your name out to somebody and like, you're not going to shit the bed. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to deliver. And not only are you going to deliver, but you're going to over deliver. Yeah. And you're going to like, you're going to prove that the school's good. The training at the school is good and that I'm good. And that like, or that you're good or who, like whatever the the situation may be like that. You can thrive in whatever situation you're given.
0: Yeah, no, definitely definitely agree with that. Russell pro, uh, creative pro, always putting out great talent for sure. Um, like you said, you you got gotten a ring with Josh Alexander. Um, you got in a ring with Alex Reynolds. We talked about that. Anthony Green, JT Dunn, uh, Bowens, of course. Um, is there still anyone that you're looking at that you're like, hey, I haven't gotten a ring with
1: and um,
0: I would just love to
1: have a match with them? Um, well, if I'm going if – I'm, I'm going to go off base – off a match that I was supposed to have um, in on March 28th in Rawway, obviously before everything happened, um, and we just talked about him, and that was Petey Williams. I was supposed to... I had the opportunity to wrestle Petey Williams in the Rawway Rec Center for oh, wow. Um, You know, and that was a match that I was really looking forward to because, like I said, like I already said, like, you know, he was one of my, my wrestling heroes growing up. And, uh, you know, and I was actually... Shocked that when he um, when we were talk- when he was being asked if he wanted to do the show and he asked if he was gonna be wrestling and, he- and they they told me he was wrestling me. It was really cool because he remembered me from the Impact tapings and like remembered that I had done a good job. So he was like, "Okay, sounds good to me. I trust that yeah, I trust that guy to-, to 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 get me through a match." Yeah, but like if I if I yeah if I had to pick one man like that's that's one I I want. I want that one really bad. Definitely. not. I could
0: uh I could definitely see that. That would be a great match as well. And there's there's tons of talent out there, man. I could just see you in there just killing it when, and you
1: know, hopefully, I, did, I did a six-way scramble with Blake Christian. Um I would love, so like me and him one on one, I think it would be really yeah. fun. Um Kevin Blackwood from up in Buffalo, Daniel Garcia, they just did um AW Dark. Um those two yep. guys like I would love to get like a one on one match with them. Um trying to think of, like, anybody else that's kind of, like, on the indie team right now that's really, like, catching my eye. Um, Christian Casanova, I've wrestled him um, before, but I'd love to get another chance to wrestle with him because I think, you know, he's changed up a little bit and I've changed up a little bit. So, like, seeing, like, that the, the pre-quarantine versions of ourselves wrestle yeah. versus, like, the post-quarantine versions of ourselves wrestle I think it would be really, really cool. Um, so those are just the guys on the top of my head that I can think of right now. Yeah, definitely. Have you have you
0: ever gotten a ring with uh with uh War Horse before?
1: I actually have not. I
0: have not. Yeah, uh, I would guys, like to see that. I think that'd be dope think it would
1: be a lot be a lot of fun. Yeah, I would yeah, definitely I would
0: like I would like to see that for sure. I think that would be dope. Um I gotta ask you, just because you know I'm, I'm big on to hip hop. Um in Chicago, uh do you listen to any of the Chicago guys? Kanye, Common, Lupe,
1: oh, uh yeah. Vic Mensa? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I uh I know I'm like I'm not huge on um like on rap or hip hop or anything. Like I'm more of like a heavy metal guy, guy myself. Uh-huh. I do. I, I kind of listen to all all genres and I dip my toe in, every, in everything. But yeah, I'm a huge Kanye. I love Kanye. I love really love listening to Kanye's music. Um, you know, there, there's guys that that I kind of knew growing up who got into into the rap game. Mm-hmm. and we'll go to their concerts, which is always, like, they're okay, but, like, you know, we tell them after, like, oh, it was amazing, it was so good, you know, <laughs> like, really deep down, we're, like, eh, it could have been, like, it could have been better, like, I've been to better concerts, but, like, uh, yeah, I'm, like, that's, I was, I grew was really, uh, into Lupe Fiasco for a little while, like, when I was in high school, I, like, mm-hmm. got really, really into, like, some of his stuff, um, yeah, that's really, yeah, like, I- the rap, like, I'm not like super immersed. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. Like my like rap history. Like I don't know. Like everything. I, <laughs> I wish I did. You know. That's all good.
0: But um, what <laughs> you go, Does does it feel like you know being from Chicago? Because Chicago feels kind of like it's kind of like down over here in New York, New Jersey area. Like there's so many like is like creative individuals that come out of these places that go on to be successful. Um, you know, we just named a few kind um, uh what, uh, D Wade is from Chicago. Um, right. uh, okay. Obama's, Obama's from Chicago. <laughs> so it's like, the, does that, does that give you like inspiration as well? Knowing like, Hey, I'm from Chicago and talent comes from Chicago and I could be, you know, that representation of that in wrestling as well.
1: Definitely. Like, From the neighborhood that I grew up in, kind of like nobody really makes it out of the neighborhood. It's kind of like, all right, you live here. You're going to live here the rest of your life. You're going to get a city job or you're going to work at one of the local bars. You're going to work at your family business and like that's it. Like you just go about being like the normal neighborhood guy. And I never saw myself doing that. I never saw myself like working in the city. I never saw myself working at any of like the local bars or restaurants or anything like that. You know, I always saw myself leaving and making a name for myself and and getting out and, and kind of being, like being known as the guy who who left, the guy who didn't stay complacent and the guy who didn't want to just, all right, well, this is where I'm from and this is where I'm going to stay for the rest of my life because that's just how things go. And, uh, you know, it's it kind of sucked because I did I did kind of lose touch with a lot of my friends from back in Chicago just based off, you know, me not, not being around and, and not really having the time to, to reconnect with some people. Um, my, my very close friends, I've obviously stayed, I've still stayed very close with them, but there's people like, I go home and I see them and they're like, oh, I haven't talked to you in years, like, what have you been doing? And I'm like, if you don't know what I'm doing right now, man, like then you're not, you're not one of my, 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 my real friends. So, you know, I had a friend come up to me. Um, I think it was only about a year and a half after I had, I had moved away, moved over to Jersey to start training. And I was back home and we were all hanging out. And my friend, my friend walks up to me and he's like, he's like, oh dude, like what you have been like locked in your house for the past year? Like I haven't seen you in so long. And I was like, dude, I moved. Yeah. Like, moved where? Like, where'd you move? And I'm like, I moved to New Jersey, man. Like, you're one. Of my, you were one of my best friends growing up. Like, yeah. I know you follow me on all my social medias. Like, are you really just not like that interested? Because I'm like, because I keep up to date with what you're doing, man. Like, I see you and yeah. you and your cousin starting your business together, doing that. Like, if you're not gonna support me when I'm not around, then like, yeah. then like, there's there's no. I don't need to like. I don't need to act like you're like my best friend then anymore. You know, yeah, it's true. No, yeah, definitely. I, I feel you on that, man, man. For
0: sure,
1: people come I, and go. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's that's
0: true, man. You gotta, you know, you gotta focus on those goals, and you know, sometimes, you know, unfortunately, that's just how it happens. Everybody can't come along with you on that ride to get to your goals, so you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, I saw you had some, um, you had some cool tea designs too. Uh, it's like very, you know, Chicago. Uh, oriented the air crawford is dope I like that one for sure uh, the uh, ECW style the 1D City Kid one I like that one too that was that was pretty dope. Um, uh, did did you come up with these designs yourself
1: or somebody helped you with these uh, creating these? No I designed I designed all my stuff myself. I designed my oh, gear man. myself I designed t-shirts myself uh, so yeah if if anybody out there's looking for somebody to make gear for them or make design for them shoot me a message I'm pretty I'm pretty cheap. That's dope, man. That's dope.
0: I, I like that. That's crazy that you did that yourself too. That's a, a great talent to have. Um, I'll wrap it up with uh, my last question. This this is the last one I'll have. Um, during quarantine, what were some of your uh, your quarantine hobbies that you had? Mine was I was playing uh, Grand Theft Auto to like four o'clock in the morning I, every day, man. <laughs> I was tripping. <laughs> but what about you? What were you doing?
1: I was to be honest, I was watching more wrestling than I ever never had. Like I was doing so much tape study especially because I was back home in Chicago like I had I wasn't really and weren't able to do anything I was only able to just sit at home yeah. or go to the, or go to the gym uh, so like I did more tape study than I ever have and you know I think that's why the the rest of where I am now is so much different than what I was before all of this because I did so much more studying and so much more like okay forget all the the in-ring wrestling stuff let's figure out what the you know what what would I say in this situation or what would I do in this situation how would I react in this situation and I would watch you know anything I could find that was similar to whatever scenario I was thinking in my head like okay let's watch now how this person reacted to that situation or like how like what they said or what their anything like that or just how like their their body language was at, at a certain point so like i did a lot of i did a lot of that did a lot of studying yeah well, that, was that, my, that, that was my
0: dur- yeah no that i mean that's <laughs> dope man you can see that uh you know even in your hobbies you, you're still you know working on your dreams and uh, i think that's dope that you you know you focused on that and we're looking at ways for you to get better you know as a wrestler as well and that's definitely a great quality to have yeah, you
1: know, I don't um, want to be one of those dudes who just who like, I, who fell off during during all this. I wanted to be somebody who came back a better version of themselves. And uh, yeah, like I said, I think I've I've done a pretty decent job with that. I can't, I like I never never imagined I could have wrestled for thirty minutes. Yeah, but because of everything that I studied, uh, prior to that, I knew how to how to pace myself. I knew how to how to take my like take my breaths when I needed to. And I went to exert certain energy just based off all the stuff that I was reading and been watching and listening to. So it's like, if there are any young wrestler out there, I mean, I'm 23 and I've only been wrestling for four and a half years, so I can't say young, but yeah. any other wrestlers who's listening to this, like never stop working on your craft. Never, yeah. ever stop working on it. Cause you can always improve something. You can always yeah. improve something. No, definitely. And
0: I think, uh, kind of like what you said, it's just, it, it, it's just a. It should be a way of life in general. Even if you don't wrestle, just keep working on your craft. Even yeah. during quarantine, I that was my goal was, hey, to come out better, of quarantine than I went into it. And you know, I definitely think you definitely did that. And um, you know, I think that's a good thing. Um, so if if fans wanted to get in contact with you or you know connect with you on social media, I should say I don't know if you want everybody contacting you, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm my personal number. <laughs> a word, right?
1: Um. Well, how can they connect with you on social media? Everyone can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TJC Wrestling. Um, you can like my Facebook page, TJ Crawford. Um, you can subscribe on YouTube, uh, TJ Crawford. i got to work on getting some more, uh, some more footage up there. Um, you can go on my ProSync store at ProSyncTees.com slash Overtime TJ Crawford. Buy all the cool merchandise. Buy the Air Crawford shirts. Buy the Windy City Kid ECW style shirt. Chicago Strong Style hope i'm gonna have some more designs up there soon but like yeah. from what i got up there right now i think i'm i think i'm good for a little while yeah
0: no definitely definitely and you know i definitely i appreciate you man you know taking this time out uh like we said that that one year ago we talked and the time just flew by man so i definitely appreciate this
1: time yeah i still can't believe it's been a year but like yeah this is fun man I, when you when you when you shot me a message about doing this i was like hell yeah i'm gonna do this like yeah. let's do it man definitely. yeah it's definitely. a lot of fun man thank you for having me on
0: yeah, of course, man. You already know. Um, and for us, this is uh, Rap and Wrestle. Like we said, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rap and Wrestle. Check us out, iTunes, YouTube, to search at Rap and Wrestle. Make sure you subscribe, like, retweet, all that good stuff. And uh, once again, we thank you for watching and listening. And for this episode, we are out. <laughs>